0: There are a lot of challenges. People will say a lot of things. The noise is everywhere. But you have to ignore the noise. You are the best advisor for yourself. Nobody can do that for you. You have yourself. You know what you want to achieve. Just be true to yourself and have that one focus. Then the rest will sort itself out. I see the world before me. I feel the cages me. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head up. I
1: see the world before me, I know what change is coming, I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head up the we break breaking through everything.
0: we break breaking through everything.
1: Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics, such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We breaking through everything. Hello and welcome to the Barabreaker's Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Dunker. Today we have an amazing guest. He is Said Bangura. This is Faith Over Fear, season five of the podcast, and it's all about faith over fear and definitely me scrapping through the internet, trying to find people to come on, just because that's another way I'm stepping out on faith. And here I was able to get connected to a brother all the way in Sierra Leone, and he's come to share his story. He's doing amazingly well. I can't wait to dive into his story because this is my first time hearing all about what he does. So super grateful, Saeed, for you being on here. Please introduce
0: yourself. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I am Saeed Bangura. Born and raised in Sierra Leone, West Africa. And I am a social worker. I graduated with a social work degree. Since after my graduation, I established a non-profit organization named Creating Opportunities for Disadvantaged Persons. CODAP is a non-profit organization that raises awareness on substance abuse and mental health. Inasmuch substance abuse and mental illnesses are not well addressed in our nation, as a social worker, I decided to follow the trend to do this work. And I've been in this for over three years now and as a result yeah I also have a brother who is mentally challenged I was inspired by my elder brother I said to myself because the issues of mental illnesses are not well addressed in this part of Africa and when someone presents mental illnesses they had to classify it with spirituality right It's a witchcraft. It's something that has to do with genetic. So when my brother had this issue, they took him to the provinces. My interventions as a social worker, I did modules on mental health. I paid attention on mental education. I said, no, my brother needs help. Mm. So I had to go for my brother. Bringing him home was a challenge because even family members don't want to be closer to him. I had to be like an advocate first for my brother.
1: Right. Then,
0: yeah, then my family was able to accept him then. And I said to myself, there are many people out there who need love, who need support. Mm -hmm. I think I need to dedicate my life in this. So I established a non-profit organization, been doing lots of this, doing group sessions with young boys, go to schools, establish school clubs, go to communities, establish community clubs, to talk about mental illnesses, for talk about substance abuse, to see how best we could be able to win people over for them to realize that if someone has substance abuse problems right. and it's reached to the peak of addiction, it's an illness. Yeah. So it has been an amazing and challenging journey and I'm enjoying it.
1: Wow this is an amazing story because even as you talked about it and said that your brother has mental health issues I was thinking about back in the day when we had even us just because we didn't know and just because that's what we were used to hearing any person that would seem like that would think that yes maybe some like a family member did witchcraft on them and this is how they turned out to be and when I traveled to London and I came back and i realized that whilst i was in london i realized that like i am a sunday school teacher so i have been teaching i just posted this yesterday on social media it's been 20 years of teaching on sunday school for my church so from gambia to london and now i'm in charge of uh, this children's ministry in, in my church and whilst in london one of the kids was like that and i realized that was a an illness that he had and so when I came back home, I heard someone, one of my friends saying one of their friends was a teacher and they had a kid like that as well. And the kid really loved her friend. And then they kept saying that, oh, they must have done something to it. They don't do juju to ram or something like that. You know how our people can be. <laughs> and I said to them, no, this is not it. This first thing has this illness or has that issue or it is not any spiritual thing that has been done to this person. This is how this person was born. It just needs special treatment. It's a special needs kids. So hearing your story is amazing. And I just want to know, is that, was he the main reason why you went into studying mental health?
0: I always have passion for vulnerability since I was a kid. I was a member of the Children's Forum Network. I was one of the leading actors on issues of early marriage, teenage pregnancy, child yeah. trafficking, and uh, I became the welfare chairman for Voice of Children's Forum Network. Mm-hmm. Then I later became secretary general for Voice of Children, advocating on different social and radio platforms to talk about issues that has to do with children. Mm-hmm. Then I was also a kid because I was not yet 18 then. Right. So that passion inspired me to go with social work because I just believe in improving the lives of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So when I went to the social work department, it was a challenge to go to that department because then I don't came from a family where I came from an educated background. Mm -hmm. Both my parents are not educated and they just believe when you finished high school, that should be the end of your education. Right. I realized that, no, this is not the end. I need high- I need a degree, I need to empower myself. So it was a challenge to go to the uni then, because I gained the requirements. I don't have sponsorship,?. Then the Ebola yeah, the Ebola came in salon. Mm-hmm. then I worked as a hygienist. I was able to raise some funds. I went to the university. Luckily for me, when I went to the uni, I started reading social work. Then in the social work studying, I made it to the honors program. Oh, wow. Then I saw when they are lecturing me mental health, direct practice. I always see my brother India and lots of vulnerability. So I said to myself, I need to focus my studies on mental health. And I did. I've been doing that even after graduation. I've been following it. And Today is also an happiest day for me because I happened to be the first elected president when I was a student at Furabi College. Mm-hmm. And today is my anniversary. This day today, they elected me president in my department. Oh,
1: wow. So
0: those are my inspirations, serving humanity. It has always been in me to do something for people. Even this voluntary job that I'm doing, mm-hmm. I did it. You know what it takes to volunteer. You have to use your money. You have to use your time, your efforts, your everything, just for people to accept what you're doing. Because mental health education in Africa, Sierra Leone to be specific, mm-hmm. we are still struggling with funds, referral pathways, mm-hmm. the expertise, of the community. Some mm-hmm. of us has to do a lot of online courses right. just to reach the market, to be able to attend to our population in this country. Even to that, people find it very difficult to take their loved ones to a rehab center or social worker or a therapist. They have to take them to a traditional herbalist. Mm-hmm. They have to take the person to a pastor, an imam, which yeah. all of these interventions might help because it depends on what you believed in. Yes. Us as an organization, we've been doing that to see how best will be able to work with these religious communities and these traditional healers to see how best we could come together to have one voice on issues of mental illness. I could tell you, if you do a research in this country, after the civil war in Sierra Leone, then we had the Ebola, the mall slide came in, the political instability. I'll tell you half of Sierra Leoneans are living with post-traumatic stress disorder because most of us don't have the platform to express how miserable yeah. we are feeling.
1: And also and not that, to even cut you. And also mm-hmm. because they feel like somebody is going to say something bad about them. So they rather keep yeah. quiet.
0: So they rather keep quiet. Yeah. And when they give back to children, most of the children they give back to, most of them present symptoms of depression mm-hmm. and so much anxiety. So the issues are not well addressed. Me yeah. working in the community is not easy. Yeah yeah continued passion and love made me to stand strong up till now working in this community so
1: there's so many things in my mind right now because i'm thinking like mental health is one of the things that we talk about on barbara's corner and we normally have a live once in a while and i know is it may i think it's mental health month or something i'm already thinking okay no there's another one in may yes you're right about there's another one that comes up in may as well i forgot what it is. I need to go through my <laughs> bio and see what we do. But well, we've had like lives and talk about this, but I'm feeling like, okay, you need to come on. Let's do one of the lives. But as you're saying, October is also mental health month. We'll see how it goes, but definitely this is something that we need to keep talking about because it's so important that people yeah. are aware of all of these things and just sensitizing it, especially in our African communities, because these are not talked about enough so i'm so grateful that you are here to even share your story and i'm I'm just wondering how can we break this barrier of people feeling like talking about mental health makes you makes people think that oh you have a mental problem or that you need to i mean there's nothing wrong with you going to your pastor or your imam to pray about it and all of that but these are things that you need to go to the doctor and find ways to get them sorted so that it might not be fully okay, but at least it will help whoever is in that situation, which family member is in that situation so that they can be better. So at least you have some guidance and not having that notion that, oh, this must have been a spiritual attack or this must have been something that went wrong somewhere, but also just going to seek that help from a doctor or something will be great. So how do we break this?
0: One of the ways of breaking it is one, in my opinion, we need the education yeah. If we have people who have the education, train religious communities, train young people, even though you are that's not your area, but you need to have the basic for you to understand that if one presents this problem, mental illnesses does not necessarily mean that people who walk in the streets half naked are mentally challenged. <laughs> right. Even here, yeah, even in the workplaces, an individual. Every day when you sleep, you wake, there are a lot of issues that Will pop up to the mind that will lead to stress, trauma, that will make you and symptoms of mental illness. If we have the platform, we have enough education in the community, mm-hmm. then we have expertise because we only have limited expertise in that community. If we have that expertise, people go through on it. And I believe that is one of the ways. We will be able to minimize the education. Then we have robust education in, on various social media platforms. Mm-hmm. There are people who cannot read and write. Engage them in communities like what we are doing now. Right. Because what we do every year, October, we find a community, we do a hashtag campaign, mm-hmm. we go to community. We explain different personality disorders. Then we ask people if anyone who presents symptoms of mental illnesses, he or she should go to our unit. We provide this, we provide that. Mm -hmm. But in some points, even us that are doing this, the education is limited. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a strong education in the community, Mm -hmm. I believe we'll be able to function as a nation. We Man. only have one rehab center in Sierra Leone, only one mental home in Sierra Leone. So imagine we have about 16 districts, only one mental home. How about the one living in Boom, Makeni Kenima? So these are issues that we need to address. Let the facility be there. When we have the facilities, we'll be able to break barriers.
1: Yeah, it's really sad because when our African leaders are not even looking in those areas, but focusing on other things like roads and schools. I mean, those are not the only things that we need in our society. Yes, we need better roads. Yes, we need schools. But how are we having this and not able to cater for other needs of people? It is not just one or two needs that the nation needs. There's so many more. And if they would just look into all of those things, there's no need for us having just one free center. There should be like multiple of them across the whole nation. When it comes to those leaders, I don't even want to get into it because I just start getting angry in my spirit. But I really appreciate what you're doing and impacting the lives of young people. This is super like amazing what you're doing. And has it always been something you wanted to do like from the time that you were young? Has it been like that desire apart from seeing your brother go through that prior to that? Has it been your desire all the time?
0: Sure. Like I told you, it has always been my dream to serve humanity. Since when I was a kid, my mom used to say, I'm always protective to my siblings, even though my elder siblings, I'm always the one going out to fight Mm -hmm. for them.
1: Yeah. Do
0: everything. (laughs) I hate advantage since when I was a kid.
1: Yes, listen.
0: Yeah, I can live my life. If I know that somebody wants to seize advantage on you, you will hate me. So it's always been me to fight to do this. I always love to do this.
1: Yeah, this is very good because if you are out there and you are wondering why you're always advocating for something and always why you're fighting for someone and all of that, this should let you know there's a calling in you because now that you say that, it reminds me of when like you say i don't like people taking the advantage of anyone and i've always been watchful of even myself not taking advantage of anybody in it doesn't have to be money it could be anything and yeah always like being very cautious because yes i don't want to be taken advantage of but i also want to be very cautious that i'm not doing that to somebody and even as a young as when i was much younger i was bullied taken advantage of and talked about done so many bad things too and because of that i always as i grew older i just want to make sure that i'm advocating for other people especially young people like even when i was back home in choir they always they would set rules and then Whenever a youth did anything against those rules, they'll discipline that person. But when an older person went against those rules, those people never said a word. And I'm like, I would literally stand up and be angry and be like, listen, you guys have to put this person in order because you can't be setting rules and it's just for specific people. There is no way. And so I knew that I had the passion for young people. I don't want anyone to come and take advantage of them. I like, I will advocate. And that's why we have Barabica's corner because I'm here, to Tokyo, for especially for young people, because I want to see them achieve their dreams. I want no one to even try and come. If you try them or anyone that I know, you, you're gonna get it. <laughs> And sometimes they'll just make you, they'll just think that you are rude. You feel like too much or something. It's not that. Don't take advantage of people, please. That's not, that's a no-go area. So what are some of the challenges that you're facing?
0: (sighs) The challenges are great. One, for people to accept this education in the nation is a challenge. To sustain volunteers to do the job is a challenge because we are not getting paid. And since we started running the organization, Up till now, we don't get a grant. We are doing it voluntarily. Maybe we got support from individual donors. And up till now, we don't have a grant, just individual support. Maybe somebody will just love your work, send Mm you $100, $50. And that will not be enough even to rent the apartment to run our The challenges are numerous. Sometimes I feel like giving up, then I ask myself, Giving up is not the best option.
1: No. Let me
0: keep going. As much as young people look up to me and said, oh, because of Sahid, I'm going to do this. Oh. So that's kept going and all of that. But the challenges are great because even the country, you know, the support system everywhere is a challenge. Mm. You work with the government, you volunteer everything. They will tell you that, oh, this is not our competing priority. Then you work with NGOs, you just volunteer, do everything. They will tell you, Are you getting funds? It's not easy. So, some young people will, you can't just recruit somebody, young people who has to eat, who has other fa- things to say to yeah, Just, yeah. and do this job. They had to go out and do theirs. And I don't blame them. Some of them have the passion, but they have to take care of themselves. It's not easy. It's not easy. And our nation, especially Sierra that issue of donation is not in all of us. People don't know how to donate. They don't know how to support young talent. Mm. They will be pretty Oh, you're doing well, you're doing it, but they will not give you the required push that you need, just a helping hand to make a difference, even though they will see the strength, the vision, the passion in you, but nobody will come to your aid Mm -hmm. to help you with so much directives to achieve your intended goal. Yeah. Though there are some out there who will do that, but they are limited. So that's the biggest challenge that we are having. But we are hoping. Faith and strength keep mm-hmm. us going.
1: One of the things that Corner we are aiming to do is to like, I think I told you this earlier, to support people and their dreams and visions, because like I said, I used to be a youth president. And whenever I held events, even and that's even at church, But some of the events that we held, it's for the community and we needed to raise funds. And so we can't just go back to the church people for funding. We had to go back into the community, like to the businesses and offices and individuals that could help. And it was so hard getting even donations from companies, because some people you get there. And I was just talking about this with my friend like two days ago, they'll be like, oh, you missed a day. We just finished our budget, come next year. Or, <laughs> or someone would say, oh, we don't have it now. You have to wait or we have to meet this person and we have to meet that person. Before you come back, you'll be like, oh, this person is no longer here. Like the stories just keep going. Or somebody would say, oh, we can't donate because they tax us on donation, so we don't donate. It just, it was so tiring just going back and forth for funding. Uh-huh. And so for me, one of the reasons why BarberCast is a nonprofit for other businesses and nonprofit for the non, other nonprofits, just so that people with visions like yours are push forward. And hopefully next year, one of our aims is to, like, now that Barricas Fund is registered, one of the things that I want to focus on next year is fundraising so that I can help communities like yours that are struggling and uh, doing the work, but it's so hard to get the funding. Yes, I can send $50 or $100 monthly, but it can only help a little. And so one, that's why one of my main goals for next year is to go fully into fundraising and see how best I can support your organizations such as yours so that you can do better and do more in your communities. I pray I pray I'll able to achieve those goals. Like it yeah. really breaks my heart to see that people like you are doing so much work out there, but the funding is not coming from our communities. Like people are not even, some people can, are able to, and people have things going on in their lives, so they can only do as much. And so we can't keep pushing them so it has to come from somewhere i pray that i'm able to fulfill that dream i pray like i'm able to like get those funding to be able to help communities like yours i'm really like i like i am i don't even know what to say i'm touched by what you're doing so grateful that you are not giving up don't give up just keep pushing yeah. and yeah. yeah like you said Giving up is not an option. Don't give up, it's not. Just keep pushing. You have been an impact to a lot of people. Like you said, a lot of young people are looking up to you and they're like, if I did this, I can do it. And so just keep pushing because one day that breakthrough is gonna come and it's coming soon, it's coming soon.
0: What are the lessons you're learning so much lessons been learned mm-hmm. in this work because somebody will just call you one day. Oh, I like what you're doing, I want to partner with you. <laughs> then blah, blah, blah. send me some photos, they will never come back to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, I heard that before, and some they'll say send me yeah. photos, and then they'll use your photos mm-hmm. for something, and then you never even get money out of what the photos you send. Yeah.
0: Then one of the greatest lessons I learned in this work, though I'm not having the money. Because I'm an inter- is a non-profit. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people out there who looked up to me, who believed in me. Mm-hmm. If they are talking about substance abuse, mental illnesses, they'll consider me. Because one thing I believe, I am a young person. I decided to come to this field to work. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of young people looking up to me. Yeah. One of the lessons learned is that I have been a mentor to many young people. Mm. as I'm talking to you look at them sitting there waiting <laughs> on me to continue with it oh my god <laughs> so I feel fulfilled in everything yeah. that I'm doing yeah. in life sometimes it's not all about the money right but okay. how many lives have you touched? Yeah. if I pass, up, if I died right now I leave a legacy yeah yeah uh, 10 to 20 years now my legacy will still live. Sahid started this dream
1: mm-hmm. this
0: is what he was doing
1: yeah for me
0: I am a fulfilled person yeah. because somebody died for me somebody changed on drugs because of me yeah somebody able to manage his mental conditions because yeah. of me so these are lessons and morals keep me going
1: yeah this is so good and like you said are yeah, young people listening to you right now waiting on you <laughs> <laughs> oh and I feel so bad your little time and it just so- okay
0: i gave them an assignment that they are doing right now then i'll go back to them i gave them like 40 minute assignment to write to do something (laughs) then i'll go back to them (laughs) it
1: it just shows your passion for what you're doing and what that you're doing and these are lessons that you know just Mm. when you go back on it and you're like this is what i'm learning you would Be so grateful at some point when you go back and just watch what the lessons that you have learned along the way. And as you, like, we keep growing. And so as you take steps of faith, you are just learning, you're just growing as you go along the way. And really, I'm just going to be saying thank you so much for what you're doing this whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank you you so much for what you're doing because it's amazing. It's amazing. One of the questions I asked on Barabricas Corner is what do you know now that you wish you had
0: known when you were younger? I wish when I was young enough to understand that life is full of challenges. Right. Sometimes you will not get everything that you want. Mm-hmm. I wish I understand when I was a kid, I understand what patient looks like. Now I have understand what patient looks like, what dignity looks like, and what passion looks like to me. So what I know now keep me going.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that I wish I'd known was that what, was it, what mistakes are part of life. And like you said, challenges are part of life. Challenges are, it's how you grow. And so for anyone out there, you are faced with challenges. Just know that they are there to help you grow. They're there to make you better the idea to it's like the stepping stone to your next level so if you don't learn those lessons now you're not going to be able to go to your next level and that i'm so grateful again that you're learning that (laughs) i said i'm going to be saying thank you so much and now here i am i'm so grateful to know that you are these are some of the lessons that you're learning because as a young person if we are not learning like as in another podcast, which I think it's, some what's it called? By someone else. How do they call that? A quote by someone else that when you stop learning, you stop growing. And so as young people, whatever we do, we need to keep learning. We need to keep growing. And that's what you're doing, which is really great. What advice have you got for anyone out there that feels like this is hard I can't do this. I can't move on. What advice have you got for
0: them? One of the advices I got for young people out there, one, you have to be true to yourself. If you are true to yourself, the sky will be your starting point. Yeah. yeah. Then secondly, you should always know that life is full of challenges. People will critique you in anything that you do. I have lots of people who came to me, who come to me and said, Said, why are you keep doing this? You're very intelligent. Go out there, search for a job. You get a very lucrative job, then you start up a family. People are saying this to me. But the one thing that I always do to myself, I'm that kind of person who ignores the noise and be mm. me to myself. Mm. Then the rest will cut itself out. Mm. There are a lot of challenges. People will say a lot of things. The noise is everywhere, but you have to ignore the noise. You are the best advisor for yourself. Yeah. Nobody can do that for you. You have yourself, you know what you want, what you want to achieve. Just be true to yourself and have that one focus. Then the rest will sort itself out.
1: Yeah. I like what you said that you block the noise because it's what people just dwell on. Like you listen to the noise and you're like, (laughs) Mm. let me just take the easy way out. And the easy way out is to stop what you're doing. But at the end of the day, when you look at the lives that are being blessed, how do we even break barriers if we are not going to impact people? How do we want to be the next person that is doing amazingly well, that will make other people inspire other people to do other amazing things if we don't push to do it so I'm so yeah. glad that you're blocking that noise and saying you know what this is my baby too We talk about like oh start a family this is my family yes you want to start the family yes you want to do whatever you want to do for yourself personally but when you have this passion there's no stopping you just want to keep pushing and going and I keep saying this I'm going to say this is one of the things I've been reiterating on the podcast that there's a set of people that are fading away I think I keep changing Changing the language, but this is good that are fading away. And if we are not prepared now to take over from them, when that time comes, there's gonna be a gap. And then that gap, you're not gonna be able to fill it. And then that's when you'll be like, had I known I'd have done this because this was my passion then before. And then it will be too late. Is it now you want to go and fill that gap immature? And that's what some people have been doing, filling gaps that they have no idea about, they have no background about or worked through or knowledge of and just enter in. When they could have learned that a long time ago. And so whatever you're yeah. you doing now, there's a space coming for you and maybe that space you are even creating it for yourself but there's a spot coming for you that you are preparing yourself now for that greater there's going to be more who knows you'll be minister of something in Sierra Leone but at least you've done the groundwork and now you've where to put in your strength where to push for in the organization but when you haven't do we haven't done anything and then they make you minister of something and you don't even know what to do like you have no idea all you just be doing is just taking the money and just Leaving yeah. the and then be saying I'm minister of this I am doing this I mean this is part of the government but what have you achieved so I doing can't. the work now for every young person out there doing the work now is important and it's hard work and it might not look sweet it might not look funny from the outside people will be, who might even see you that Oh, you have money. You are doing <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Hey, all my friends, everybody thought. Even my fo- some family members. Only my mom could understand me. Oh, Said, you have money. You don't just want to help. Sometimes when I meet somebody for help, oh, how would you help? You're running this. You are always on TV. You're always on Facebook. <laughs> so you have money. I said, Oh my god.
1: <laughs> that is a belief. But the person that is doing that work, if there's no funding coming, they're using, remember, they're using their own money. And if you don't have a job that you're doing for yourself that is bringing additional income, that money is going to, you're fighting Mm. to get it. Like people don't even understand. Even though I am working and the funds are coming in for me, but at the end of the day, it's still a stretch because it's like, I have other bills to pay, personal bills to pay. I have to make sure that this is moving as well. So I have to also be paying the bills here. So it's just, don't look at, especially startup entrepreneurs, don't look at them and feel like, yes, they have made it. Yes, they have money. That's why they're doing it. No, it's a struggle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's why I said I ignore all the noise Mm -hmm. and I be true to myself.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. One day that opportunity will come that you can be able to do more. No matter where it's coming from, I know that it's coming. Just don't give up on it. And thank you so much for pushing the work, doing what you're doing, impacting lives in Sierra Leone. Like I am so honor that you are on this platform. I am so grateful for the work that you are doing. I feel like for me with Barabaker's Corner, I wish I could do all of those things, but I've come to a realization that you can do all of that. And that's why I need to fundraise to support the vision that I knew that if I could do it, I would have done it too. So I see many people doing amazing things out there and I'm like, this is one of my ideas. I can do it right now. And, and I may never be able to do it, but I see someone in doing it. Why not push and support that person too? So thank you so much for, for coming on here. Do you have any last words that you want to say?
0: I think I enjoyed the session so much. <laughs> and I also learned a lot from you. Thanks for mm. the open spirit and thanks for everything. I just want people to know that If you are struggling, if you are struggling with something, you need to break your silence and try to meet somebody that you could talk to. Seek the help of a professional. Mm -hmm. Don't judge yourself when society has not yet. Don't stigmatize yourself when society has not yet done that. Mm -hmm. Seek the help of a professional and try to be a better person. Us in Sierra Leone, our doors are always open. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for somebody that you want to talk to, we are, I'm working closely with a clinical psychologist who's based in USA. Mm-hmm. She always helps with telepsychotherapy. Mm-hmm. And she helps lot of young people in this country, which I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. You could contact us at our head office or you follow us on Facebook, CODAP.
1: Mm-hmm. Or you
0: go to our head office, 25 Lights, FOOTBOSTING STREET. Then will be able to help you. Our services are free. We don't ask for anything. We just want you to be okay and be that kind of person in society.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Can you tell them what I can say that CODAP stands for Creating opportunities for disadvantaged persons. So just in case you go around looking for Kodap, also you may be looking for this, what it stands for, creating opportunities for disadvantaged persons. Thank you so much. I was going to even ask where can people find you, but you've already mentioned it, Kodap. And he's also Saeed Bangura. He's on LinkedIn. He's on Facebook. Are you on Instagram?
0: Yeah, on Instagram, Saeed Bangura. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Kodap on facebook is it on yeah. twitter
1: are you on twitter
0: too my twitter account is not so active but <laughs> i'm trying to sometimes i'm tired with all the social media thing
1: for real <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's a lot it is it, it can compete it's, it's yeah yes. thank you so much once again and thank you so much for taking time out i know you are so busy your schedule is crazy and your students are waiting for you but i so appreciate you for coming on thank you once again
0: yeah thank you have a lovely day you too
1: Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breaker's Corner Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the BB Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the West Africa.
0: Cause they Making him too-